In this episode of Tube Talk, I'm speaking with Todd Bergen from Todd.Live about how to sell products and services using live streaming and podcasting. Let's do this. Welcome to Tube Talk, brought to you by VidPal.com, where you can learn video marketing strategies from the pros so you can make your best impact. I'm Nick Nimmin, and today we're speaking with Todd Bergen, who is a former attorney, a current live streamer, and a podcaster with two daily podcasts that help entrepreneurs leverage the power of live video to increase their bottom line. Today, Todd is going to share with us his tips for selling your products and services, and most importantly, connecting with the people who you're selling to using live video. Todd, welcome to Tube Talk. How are you? Hey. Thank you for having me on, Nick. I'm great today. Thanks for having me on. It's a great pleasure to be on your program today. Yeah, it's it's awesome to have you on. Um, we were on a podcast together recently um, on the Business of Video podcast that um, that I do with Owen Video, and uh, I love the information that you shared over there. I love what it is that you're doing, so I, I was chomping at the bit, so to speak, um, to get you here on Tube Talk as well. So I'm pumped to have you on, man. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for your time. Oh, I'm loving it, my friend. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a big feather in my uh, cap to be on Nick Nimmin's show. I mean, you are knocking it out of the ballpark every day. I follow your, ch I don't follow many YouTube channels, but I'm following yours very closely. And you're just, I mean, what you're doing is amazing. You know, I mean, you really set the bar high and inspire a lot of people, including myself. Thanks, Todd. I appreciate that. So for anybody that, that is not familiar with you and exactly what it is that you do, can you give us some background? Yeah, uh, like you said, I I, well, I'm a, I consider myself a recovering attorney because once you're an attorney, you're always one, but I'm recovering. Um, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Uh, I've been doing uh, business on the internet since about 1997 uh, in various ways, but uh, in 2015, I got into live video, I started on Snapchat, and it just kind of grew from there. Uh, caught a Gary Vaynerchuk broadcast where he was promoting his Ask Gary V book, and I fell hard for live video when I saw what he was doing with his, uh, with that broadcast. It was called Super 8, and he was going live to eight platforms simultaneously. Wow. And it was just dazzling, and he was selling hundreds and hundreds of books an hour by using these eight channels and, and encouraging people to buy, like, stacks of books. Like, he was telling people, I'll do this for you if you'll buy a stack of books. I think he was trying to get on New York Times bestseller like that or something, but um, fell in a, I, I just realized what live video could do for you. And I, I mean, immediately wanted to be able to broadcast to multiple places. I mean, I didn't even really bother with just getting used to going live to one place. I wanted to go straight to getting live as many places as I could simultaneously. And sometimes I still enjoy that. And I think there's a reason for it. Other times I think it's good to just do, just choose one channel and, and do what you're going to do there and do it the best. But um, it's been a fun ride. I do a lot of social media. As you said, I have the two podcasts. One is a live video. It's daily. It's 15 minutes long. Um, and once a week I do an interview that maybe pushes an hour. And then the other podcast is actually Instagram marketing because I love Instagram. I love Instagram live. And it's the same format, 15 minutes a day, seven days a week with one one hour uh, interview. And people are responding to both very, very well. And so that's what I do, my friend. Fantastic. So with your podcast, um, for anybody that's listening right now, what are what are the names of the shows that you're that you're currently working on? Yeah, the live video podcast is called Entrepreneur Live Video. Uh, the the daily is 15 minutes. Wednesday is the interview format. In fact, you were on my show. I had I loved having you on. I think that your interview is dropping soon, folks. I do record things uh, in advance in order to maintain the daily shtick without oh, I can imagine. trouble and yeah and getting behind so like i'll record an interview and sometimes it'll drop a month later 
Um, the Grammar School is the it's uh, the second podcast. The Instagram is called Grammar School. Clever. It's spelled yeah, G R A M M E R. You don't know how many people email me and say, "Hey, you misspelled it." No, it's Instagrammer, but it's that's Grammar clever School. in so many ways. <laughs> it is. It is. It's fun, and I have a show that I'm going to be doing live video here real soon. On I I might do it on YouTube. I know it'll be on Facebook, but it's going to be called show, Grammar School Show and Tell. Where I actually bring my phone in and show you, you know, do tips and tricks. And I might do critiquing. You know, you've been so successful with critiquing YouTube channels. I was thinking about doing something with uh, Instagram pages, kind of in the same thing, um, because I think people really enjoy that. It really gets yeah. people involved and engaged. Absolutely, absolutely, it does. It's that that alone has been has changed my live stream from a typical live stream into something that is um, that is really fun for people right. and educational at the same time. So it works out all the way around, you know, cause I, you know, I get to help people with what it is they're doing. People get to get to learn and the crowd gets to participate as well, which makes the whole thing, you know, a lot of fun for, for everybody. So for you, let's say that um, somebody listening right now, they want to get into live streaming. They want to use live streaming to sell products, to sell services, to interact with their audience and all of that. What would, let's say, let's say if we had five tips, what would tip number one be um, for the listener right now? Uh, my number one would it, – it's kind of skipping ahead, but my number one is is that you need to go into it realizing that you're there to tell a story. And I think there's steps that you're going to jump through before you're actually telling your story. Like you're going to have to figure out what your story is going to be, and you need to kind of have an idea of who you're talking to. But, but overall, it's kind of like an umbrella term, I think, tell a story. Um, because, you know, a lot of people think that you're going to use live video to sell and you are going to use live video to sell, but you, you're there to tell a story and to, to, to bring people in to what you're doing and what you're offering, whether it's a product, a service or whatever, you, you have to find clever ways to weave the sale into the story, um, so that you're not just coming out and saying, Hey, I've got this for 1999, jump over here and get it. Instead, maybe you're talking about somebody who, um, has benefited from it, or maybe you talk about why you created it because you had the same problem they're having and it was tedious and it was hard and, and you spent months and maybe you spent years and you solved a problem, you know exactly how they feel and that's why you created this product. And th you know that's more of a story than just kind of turning on the camera and saying, you know, we're here, we're located here, come in and buy. Sure. Um, there's all sorts of clever ways to tell the story. You can have people come in that have used the product. You can, um, you can, you know, weave it into a story, uh, that concerns, um, you know, major events that are on the news right now. Um, if and by, a, by, by having not to interrupt, but, but, but when you say, um, by having people come in, do you mean have them as a guest on the show? People that, that you've worked with people that you've already helped that are, um, essentially advocates for what it is that you're doing. Do you mean have them as guests on the show? Absolutely. I just had somebody on grammar school recently who reached out to me by private message and showed me a graph of his follower growth and engagement growth between the time he first listened to my podcast and the day that he had sent me, um, you know, a message. And that there was only like two weeks time frame. And he had, I think he had over 500 new followers wow. from the time he started listening to my podcast and the time he reached out to me. And I was like, man, I've got to have you on. And I told, I even told my crowd, I was like, this isn't going to be just like a, you know, a cheerleading session for my podcast. I want him to tell you guys, you know, what worked for him? What was Excellent. the advice that he listened to in the show and what worked for him and how did he implement it? And did he do anything different or, you know, do it with a twist, whatever. 
And um, that was selling my show, right? And sure. at some point I might have products um, and, you know, I'm building the social proof, but I had this guy come on. I had no hard sales pitch, but it, it sells what I'm doing. Absolutely. Indirect. Because that, yeah, because that's like, Hey, you know, I, I listened to the advice that he gave me. It worked for me. And, and, and that is that, that person of, of proof, so to speak, that is, that is proof positive that the information that you're sharing is, is definitely solid information that it's working for people. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. And so there, there, I mean, I had no hard sale, no go sign for my email, none of that. And People, I think, that are truly interested. I mean, look, I, I maybe undersell or, or or don't sell, maybe not undersell, but don't sell enough. I, I should probably do more calls to action, but I kind of feel like the the people that are really going to be into what I'm doing and what I'm offering, they're they're gonna they're gonna figure all this out. They're yeah. gonna know that I've got I've got the answers, and when they're ready, they're gonna let me know, and I'm gonna have it. I I may change that a little bit and try to sell a little more, um, because I probably should, but. Um, I do believe that the people that are out there, you know, I'm not inundating them with, um, you know, constantly get on my email list, constantly buying something, sending me money or whatever. And I think I'm building a really good community. And I think that's the telling the story and bringing people in. It, it's, you know, it, it, it achieves so many goals and it doesn't run people off. Um, yeah. And I think and there's I think a lot of value in that also, because, you know, people don't feel like you're always trying to sell them things all the time. You know, I think that adds a lot of value to what it is that you're doing because it's like, well, you know, every time I listen to this, I'm getting pitched, which which kind of dilutes what it is that you're doing. But when they listen to it and you're just giving and giving and giving and giving, like you're saying, the people that that understand that you're knowledgeable about what it is that you're talking about, they're going to reach out to you anyway. Right. Because right. they're going to say, well, you know, I'm applying this stuff. It's working. Let's see if I can if I can work with him personally to take this up, you know, take this up to another level. Or let's see if I can get in on a course that he has to offer or something like that so that I can take it up to the next level. So in cases like that, you know, I think when you're giving freely like that and you're sharing the knowledge that you do have, um, I think that just that alone is enough of a lead generator. Of course, you know, dropping some, you know, some hints from time to time, so to speak, is always helpful. Sure. But, you know, I, I really I, I really believe in the power of, of just giving and sharing what it is that you know and letting people who are um, interested come and find you, so to speak. Right. So, so, right. so number two, what do you have for us for, um, for the second tip? You know, number two kind of is part of number one, but, um, you know, you, you want to – one, you want to be consistent with your content strategy. And I like to do what I call share the fluff. And, you know, there's a lot in my day-to-day -day life that is maybe nonsensical, trivial. You know, a lot of people would say, well, no one cares to see that. It's not important or whatever. And I'll give you an example. Last night I went to a restaurant. I, I was waiting on my car to get some work done over at a garage. And I went next door to get a soft drink. And I was going to hang out and just, you know, wait for my car to be done. And they serve Pepsi. Well, I hate Pepsi. So I did a little rant. <laughs> on Instagram talking about, you know, I just wish Pepsi would disappear. No one ever goes in and asks for a Pepsi and they say, no, I'm sorry, we serve Coke. But every day, millions of times all over the planet, people walk in and say, I'll take a Coke. And they say, I'm sorry, sir, we're going to offer you a Pepsi. So I did this <laughs> right. little rant, right? <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with what I'm selling. It has nothing to do with live video or anything. Do you know how many responses I've gotten? Positive responses. People are saying like, I like Pepsi better, but I loved your rant. Thumbs up. And you know, people like that kind of stuff. It's fluff. It, it means nothing in the big scheme of things to what I'm doing and what I'm trying to accomplish. But then it does. Right. Because right? because because you're you're letting people know who you are. 
And there's tons of, of power in that because, you know, you're saying this is the type of person that I am. These are the type of thoughts that I have. These are the type of things that I'm into or not into. And by doing that, you're, you're creating the ability for people to like you and people to relate to you as a person, not just somebody that's always trying to push stuff or not somebody that is in, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here and I have these things to offer and I help people with this, that. And the other thing, it's like, oh, wow. In addition to doing that professionally, he's also a real person also, and he has these thoughts yeah. on Pepsi and Coke, right? And I have those thoughts too, so, you know, I'm like this guy. So, yeah, I, I think there's tons of value in that. Yeah. You know, I did one when I was on Snapchat. I used to, When I first got on Snapchat in order to learn to use Snapchat and build an audience, I did a daily Snapchat tip, and I did that for, I think, almost 500 days in a row Wow. And, until I got tired of it. But I had this huge crowd of people that were watching every day for my tip. And I would, I would, in, you know, I would share the fluff too. And and at that point in time, I was building my Lavity Studio, so I had lots of stuff coming back and forth from Amazon. And I would pull out like a, you know, a three hundred dollar mixer or a big light that cost a lot of money, and I would act like that meant nothing to me. That I actually ordered it to get the air bubbles. And then <laughs> nice. I would put the air bubbles on the ground and I would stomp them. It was, you know, and I I would wear like socks and sandals, which always, you know, gets people's pulses rising. Um, and and I and I had people you know, sending me their videos with their socks and sandals popping bubbles. Nice. Like, Todd, I thought you'd like this. Nice. I mean, it just, it random stuff works. It, it helps you make connections with people and they stay with you longer. Like you said, they get to know you as a person. They care about you. They feel like they know you very well. You're a friend. Yeah. And uh, it's a great thing. You know, and I think that's something cool about live also is because you do have that side, you know, that, that always happens in video to where, you know, you have the edit and then everything comes out perfect and all of that stuff. But on live, you get to show an entirely different side of yourself that people don't get to see in the video, the actual real side in terms of, you know, you might be authentic in a video, but when it comes to live streaming, they really get to see you because they get to see you mess up. They get to see you jumble over your word. They get to see you, you know, lose the thought, your train of thought on what it is that you were talking about and things like that. And I think that that adds a lot of value to the virtual relationships that you are, um, that you're creating around whatever it is that you happen to be doing. So, yeah, I think that's awesome. What about number yeah, three? Oh, number three, uh, engage the people, ask questions, respond to everybody. Um, Questions are what get people talking to you. People love questions, especially when they're questions where people have to take a stand. Like, you know, if uh, you want to hold up two mixers and say which one, or you want to say Pepsi Coke, which one. People love to take a stand, draw a line in the sand, and and, and give you their opinion on it. They love it, and um, and it, particularly when it's emotional. Somebody's soft drink is emotional. That sure. becomes an emotional thing. Um, so whenever you can. Use emotion and ask people to take a stand. Uh, I would I would pretty much take on any subject on the planet except for politics. Um, and, you know, you can use it to get people going. And you want to respond to everybody. Now, with live video, it's a little tricky because in real time, I mean, you can respond while you're talking. But it's sometimes if, the, if like, I know with you and you're doing your, um, you're doing your YouTube uh, critiques, um, the, the scroll was so fast, you can, it would be impossible to, to follow it, but yeah. you know, you do the best you can, you shout out people, especially people that are regulars. Um, but you want people to know that you appreciate them, uh, and you want to ask them questions, get them going, get the conversation going. And after the live stream, you go back and you respond to everybody. Um, and that can keep your conversation going a lot longer and people remember that stuff.
Sure. So. And I think that's an important part of, of, of the conversation, too, as far as keeping that conversation going. So so with you, with with, um, you know, converting those viewers into, um, you know, clients or into sales or whatever, part of that is keeping that conversation going. So in your particular case, after a live stream is complete, um, you go into the comments and you and you, you know, let people know that you care about them there and you want to continue the conversation. But after your stream is over, do you try to do you try to get people then at that point to go to your website? or anything like that? Or you still just lead with value, say, hey, I'm just going to keep giving value and then they're going to find this stuff as I mention it, you know, throughout what it is that I'm doing. You know, there's ways to sell, right? That aren't smacking people over the head with your pitch. And so what I do, you know, I, I, I will use comments where it's clear they have a question. I'll answer it and say, if you need any more help, let me know. We can get together one-on-one -on -one, or I have a product um, but I'm very selective about how I do that. And on a lot of the platforms, when you respond to one, everybody else is getting notified that there's a new response if they responded as well. So, um, you know, they're just little ways. I had, um, somebody that watches a lot of my content. Uh, she's been with me for a very long time and she says she, she has no reason why she loves watching my content about live streaming and broadcasting. She thinks she'll never do it. And she's been telling me this now for like two years. And whenever wow. she tells me this, I tell her, you know, it's obvious that you have an interest here. You have some sort of a message. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. You know that. I will help you in any way I can. And she knows that. And maybe someday she becomes a client and maybe she doesn't. But anybody she knows out there in her circles that might be interested in any of this at all, she's got two years of me, you know, being ready to hold her hand, um, being patient, not you know, throwing, hey, when are you going to get around to doing this? Sure. Nothing like that. It's just, you know, good, wholesome. I'm your friend. Thank you for watching. I'm here when you're ready. And, you know, I do that. I pretty much do that message in a lot of my stuff anyway. I'm here when you're ready. You know, send me a message at Todd.live on Instagram. I, I'm here when you're ready. You know, if you all you want to do is say hi, I'm here. Nice. Let's talk. Nice. That's cool. You and, and, you know, and again, you know, that's that that whole initial part of that relationship building to let people know that you care. Yeah, it's excellent. Exactly. So number four, what do you have for us for number four? Uh, be entertaining. Now that, ah, nice. <laughs> that's, one, now that's easier said than done. Me. Yeah, that's easier said than done, for sure. Well, I have a very dry personality, and I could say, like, you could get somebody who's very affable, who charms a whole crowd, and they could walk into the crowd and say one thing, like a one-word joke, and everyone will laugh until the end of the day. Elevator. And me in there, and I say the same thing, and everyone's, like, going... It, right. It, I just have a dry personality. So being entertaining is kind of tricky for me, but I think that I'm entertaining in my own way. And people, I mean, like the Coke rant. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I was talking about how I wish this thing would just disappear. And, and uh, I, I guess some people could, could get upset about that, particularly if you work for Pepsi and you sure. keep your kids off of it. <laughs> right. um, and I actually said, made a comment and said, you know, if you work for Pepsi, I'm sorry. I, I wish you well, but I just wish the whole brand would just disappear finally. Um, but, you know, you just have to kind of – you just have to be yourself and try to be entertaining in your own way. You're going to repel some people. You're going to attract some people, and that's fine. Some people are, are, have their personality. You can throw them in anywhere, and everyone's going to laugh. I'm not one of those people. So I try to be funny in my own way and let the chips fall where they may, and I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, and, and I think with that, I think that that's something that is extremely important because – you know, a lot of people, when they start out with video or with live streaming or whatever, they have that mindset of, you know, well, I want to get in front of everybody. 
it's not as right. important to get in front of everybody as it is to get in front of the people that resonate with you. Because if you're, especially if you're doing this for, for the sake of business, right? Like if you're live streaming or if you're making videos for the sake of generating um, leads or website traffic or anything like that, then you're just looking for the people that may convert for you later down the road, right? So, sure. so it's important to let them connect with you instead of just trying to reach everybody regardless of if they connect with you or not. I think that that's, I think that's uh, um, focusing like that on just trying to reach the people that, that, that relate to you is, is the most important thing. Would you agree with that? I would, and 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 you also you you just want to be yourself and not worry about what you're not. And yes. our mutual friend Owen Video, I mean, I think he has one of the best personalities in our space. Without question, I mean, he he yeah. is just amazing. And he's handsome. And I, he's handsome. Go ahead. Yeah, he's handsome yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He's a good-looking guy. I mean, you know, but he he's just you can throw him in anywhere, and everyone's going to have a great time. And I think to myself, you know, how can I kind of loosen up and be well, you know what? I can't. I'm who I am. So I gave up on that. I mean, I've been watching Owen for a long time. So I gave up on trying to see, look at his style and see how I can intertwine it. It's not my style. It's his style. Yeah. And we all are going to have somebody that we look to, whether it's Nick Nimmin or Owen Video or Gary Vaynerchuk or whoever, Joel Com, whoever you want to name. We're all going to have somebody. And over time, actually, we're going to change who we kind of follow and, and, and like and enjoy uh, and look up to and get inspired by. And you just have to kind of remember at the end of the day, just be yourself. There's going to be people out there that actually look to you and think, man, how can I be like him? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, 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 and all you're doing is just being you. And they're like, yeah. hey, you know, I want to I be like that person. And, and, and they see you in that way just because you're not afraid to be yourself and you're not trying to be a copy of somebody else. You're being the real authentic version of you, which is what people connect to most. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. man. Excellent. Yep. So uh, number five. Evergreen content as there best as you can. Um, you want to be able to repurpose your content over and over and over until the end of time, if possible. Um, all content will expire at some. Well, not all content will expire at some point. There's there's going to always be certain golden rules of everything, but you want to be able to repurpose your content and making it evergreen um, is. And, and for folks that don't know what evergreen means, it just means that it's relevant as much today as it will be a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. So, you know, like being yourself, that's every, in fact, I think everything we've talked about today is pretty much evergreen content. Um, you know, Nick will be able to share this video 20 years from now and these tips will be valid. Then we haven't done anything that is really going to expire. And when you can focus on that, um, I mean, that provides great value to people and it provides great value to you because it simplifies your content creation as your life passes by. You can repurpose and, and get your message out there in so many different ways. Take your live video and have it retweeted on Twitter over and over again. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, now, so I with think you, do you, content is key. Do, do you do you repurpose any of your live streams like like when you go live, um, you know, you, you have your actual stream once it's complete. Um, do you download it and put it, you know, chunks of it here, chunks of it there and things like that? Or do you just, or do you just keep it wherever it is that you happen to stream? You know, I haven't gotten into video editing yet, so I'm not chopping it up and doing various things, uh, the way you guys do. But what I do do, I mean, generally I try cast. So, um, I go to Facebook, Periscope and YouTube all at the same time. So I don't have to pull something off Facebook and go upload it to YouTube. I don't have to record it locally and, and send it to YouTube. I, I go live in all three places. Um, but I do repurpose it in like, uh, I take it to Twitter. 
Um, I have a program I use called Meet Edgar, and you can program in what you need to program in, and it will just recycle it uh, automatically in perpetuity until you turn it off. And I'm constantly adding content and tweaking how it works. Um, and so that's, I mean, that's how I, and I think Twitter, I mean, I do not like Twitter personally, but in growing my podcasts and my live videos, more of my podcasts and my live videos, I think, but it has been amazing the response that I've gotten by using Meet Edgar to automatically send my Twitter and it and it works for me while I'm off doing other things. Yeah, um, I notice I notice like um as an example, the business of video podcast, you know, like I get a few tweets on that a day. Um, I believe, oh, you know, like as that as that one goes out because, you know, I'm added in that one. Um, so so I'll see that. I think I think it's at least, you know, twice a day, I believe that that you're automating that. And that's fantastic because every time I see that, I'm like, all right, there it is again. Woo. You know, I may I'm my intent is not to automate it to where it's that common. But, oh, OK. Um, I have various categories. And so a category might have 700 items in it. And if it drops something eight times a day then it might take two months to go through all that material. Oh, where okay. Some categories might only have five or six items. Uh, and so when it when it cycles, you know, it, it just cycles much faster. And until I have more content in that category, you're going to see things like that one. And you're right. That one particular video where I do a shout out and thank you guys um, for being on the, biz, uh, the business of video. Um, that one is coming up a lot. But what's nice about it is, is um, people are retweeting and, and liking it a lot. So uh, I think that video has gotten really good exposure on my meet Edgar going to Twitter. Good, good. And and with your you, you mentioned um, TriCasting. So for anybody that is um, getting into live streaming now and they're wanting to um, basically broadcast to multiple platforms, what do you use for that? I use Wirecast, but here's what I suggest if you want to start out TriCasting, okay? Uh, well, so, so with Wirecast, make, you can send directly out of Wirecast to the different platforms? Yeah, you can, but I don't. Okay, oh, okay. so what I do is... Like, let's say I have Nick Nimmin on my program. I have two computers to do this with. I okay. have one computer that is exclusively Skype, okay? I have another computer that's my Wirecast machine, and that's the workhorse. So what I do is, is I'm, I've got a loop or kind of a half loop created. I have the video going and the audio going from one machine uh, into the other, and then that's where Wirecast is. It processes that, and I send it to – and even though Wirecast can break up that signal, the problem doing that is is in your CPU and your internet is sending out three signals to, or however many signals you're sending out to multiple places. It taxes your CPU. Uh, okay. It can screw with your audio and video quality with packet drop and all sorts of other nonsense. So what I do is I'm a paid subscriber to Switchboard Live, which is formerly Joycaster, and I send one signal to them. And then they send it to everywhere that I want them to send it to. And it, it, it's, it's very complicated to get it figured out. But once you get it figured out and do it a few times, it's like that. Nice. Nice. Excellent yeah. tip there. That's a, that's a pro tip there, hitting several, uh, several platforms at once. We're, we're actually wanting to do that on Nimmin Live, and we haven't, uh, we haven't went through the process yet. I, I signed up with Switchboard Live, uh, but we haven't, uh, we haven't went through the process of setting everything up yet. So I might get in touch with you um, for some assistance on that, if you wouldn't mind, in, in the yeah. future. And they're, they're really good. I mean, I don't know about communicating with somebody in Thailand, but um, – I get Jason Fulbrook uh, is one of the representatives at uh, Switchboard, and he sends me a calendar link, and I get him on the phone whenever I want. He will walk me through everything, um, and I'm happy to do that with you as well. But I mean, I don't like Wirecast. If you want that kind of tech support, you're paying $100 extra for a year. Yeah. With Switchboard Live. They're doing it for free. Nice. Excellent plug for Switchboard Live there. <laughs> I, love, so. I love Switchboard Live. Now, 
that may be because of I'm on a certain plan. They, if you're on a lower plan, maybe they don't do it for free. But the plan that I'm on, I mean, they're clever, right? They want to make money sure. uh, in addition to helping people out. So, you know, you get certain platforms at the basic rate, but then if you want to add Facebook to it, then all of a sudden you're at the higher rate. So, and everyone wants to add Facebook so, yeah. and they know that. So, um, you know, at the tier I'm at, I know that I can call and, and get in touch with them anytime I want. Uh, you know, I don't know about some of the other tiers, uh, okay. but uh, at least you know it's available. Yeah, sure. Thank you for that. So, Todd, um, first, I want to thank you so much for coming on, for sharing uh, the information uh, that you have about live streaming. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. For anybody that um, wants to find out more about you, see more about what it is that you're into, where can they find more uh, information about you? My website is Todd.Live. My Instagram is Todd.Live. Those are the two places that I like the best. If you go to Facebook and type in Todd.Live in the search term, I'm the only page, I think, that's Todd.Live, and you can find me there. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm easy. But if you want to send me a direct message and just chat, Instagram, Todd.Live. I am very responsive on Instagram. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much again, Todd, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate it. You can also get in touch with me at nicknimmon.com, or you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash nicknimmon. Thanks for tuning into Tube Talk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tube Talk. Want to help grow Tube Talk? Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Questions? Comments? Email them to us at tubetalk at vidpow.com.